3: It's time for the Newsmax Daily. From Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson.
0: Here I am. Glad to be back. Another uh, thrill-packed show today. For lack of a better cliche. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff with regard to uh, the Wuhan virus virus. Coming from a lab in Wuhan, which is, of course, the uh, the most obvious answer when it comes to communist China and a game of function research. You see, they they do things like that in evil regimes. They they engineer viruses to kill people as a weapon of war. But, you know, I mean, we should trust them because, I mean, I don't know. I mean, who can't you trust? I mean, the Tiananmen Square crushing people to death, and uh, millions of people in uh, slave labor camps, and uh, being forced to be sterilized. And you know, why why wouldn't you uh, why wouldn't you believe that? Why wouldn't you believe the Chinese government? They're just so awesome. So we're going to get to all that as the show progresses. If you would please, please uh, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Okay, There are plenty of uh, digital platforms where the show can be heard. about 50 of them, actually. But if you'd like to subscribe to Apple Podcasts, the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson, that would be huge. That would be helpful. And if you'd leave a great review, like a five-star review, that would be really cool if you enjoy the show. Because it means a lot. It means a lot to uh, the powers that be, and it means a lot to me, actually, as well. So if you do that, it would be huge. It would be gigantic. Have you been to the grocery store lately? I have. I went uh, yesterday and the day before. I like to go to the grocery store a couple times a week. Um, just because I like fresh food, and uh, I don't know, it's, it's cathartic. It's cathartic for me. Prices received by U.S. businesses for goods and services rose in the May in the fastest annual pace recorded in 11 years of data. Yeah, Excluding food and energy, producer prices rose 4.8% annually in line with expectations and 0.7% from a month earlier. Some food prices... Experienced violent rises in May, squeezing American pantries. Grain sellers uh, raised prices 25.7% compared to a month earlier. Pork prices rose 10.5%. Turkey rose 6.5%. Shortenings and cooking oils jumped 9.3%. Overall food prices rose 2.6%. Now, I uh, noticed this particularly with the price of beef. The price of beef was insane at the grocery store, and we were actually enjoying steak every once in a while a uh, steak down on the menu right now, you know. We're going to kind of kind of take it easy cuz even even like ribeyes that I could normally get on sale for 8.99 a pound were now 13.99 a pound and more. So, steak is a uh, a little expensive right now and and you could thank Joe Biden for that. And you can thank uh this massive spending that the government is doing right now. Yeah. The report expressed concerns that huge deficit spending by Congress, as well as the Federal Reserve's loose monetary policy, could supercharge inflation rates. Welcome back, Carter. Yeah, welcome back, Carter. The current fiscal stimulus is uh, comparable with that we saw around World War II when deficits ran 15 to 30 percent of the GDP for four years. And by the way, and I have said this for years, the Democrat playbook has not evolved since WW2, and the Great Depression. They're trying the same uh, excrement that they've done for the last 80, 90 years. And uh, all it's going to do is cause uh, stagflation. It's going to cause a general sense of malaise, which uh, Jimmy Carter spoke about. It's going to cause interest rates to go through the ceiling. And you're going to be paying a lot more for goods and services and energy prices, by the way. We already know that gasoline has gone up 80% since last year. But, you know, honestly, uh, you voted for him. I didn't. You know, you, you voted for him. And, and many of you voted for him multiple times, like dozens of times, some people, you know, depending on what state you're in. So anyway, that's uh, life in America in 2021. Hunter Biden is using a shady art dealer with strong ties to China to sell his uh, artwork for up to $500,000 a painting. Some people in the media are saying this could be a money laundering scheme which means that he is using his artwork as an excuse to rake in all sorts of money from the Chinese Communist Party. So basically, he gets a half a million dollars deposited into his checking account as a uh, purchase of his art. By the way, all uh, people who buy his art remain uh, conveniently anonymous. And then, of course, the $500,000 goes into the checking account. The person gets the painting and he throws the painting in the trash. I've seen some of his work, uh, you know, not a half a million dollars, I, you know, and honestly, uh, very few artists achieve a five hundred thousand dollar per painting stipend or, or or payment. It just doesn't happen, particularly with somebody who's not tremendously good at it. So you know, Chinese state uh, owned energy company also wired five million dollars alone to Hunter's uh, firm through an investment vehicle to the bank account for Hudson West III, which then dispersed the money into Hunter's firm. Now, on August, the 8th to 7th, 2017, $5 million was wired from a CEFC-affiliated investment vehicle to the bank account for Hudson West, and the rest is history. <clears throat> so, again, it's it, there's a point where you kind of got to go. It, it The answer is right there. It's plain as the nose on your face, but unfortunately, the noses on our faces have been covered for uh, about a year by, uh, by masks. By masks. hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I've got a lot of audio to get to, a lot of great guests on Newsmax, uh, as well as other uh, the commentary that I think you're going to find uh, truly enjoyable. Let's get started with uh, Merrick Garland. <clears throat> Merrick Garland is the, uh, the AG of the United States of America. And he said yesterday that white supremacy is the biggest threat to America's security right now. And that, my friends, is a lie. Okay? That, my friends, is a lie. It's not happening. Uh, January 6th, the uh, insurgency... There is a new report from Revolver, and it is it is an extensive, extensive report about uh, January the sixth. And apparently, there are unindicted co-conspirators involved in the attack on the Capitol. And apparently, they were working with the FBI or for the FBI. Yeah, so the FBI uh, likes to embed itself with uh, different groups and instead of just observing criminal activity they actually are encouraging it and leading them and that's what this piece uh, revolver says that fbi agents were involved with breaking into the capitol and the whole thing may have been a uh, may have been a uh, a giant <clears throat> setup what kind of government does that honestly uh, what kind of government does that guys right now we have the most corrupt government In my lifetime, I would venture to say, in anyone's lifetime, in the history of the country. And I have said from the get-go that the uh, founding fathers, and I said that, yeah, founding fathers, get over it. Their issues with the British government pale by comparison to the massive corruption that is happening in this country. And when you look at people sitting in solitary confinement, in jail, for entering the Capitol because the doors were open... And they were doing selfies, and thousands of dollars of damage may have been done to the Capitol, and they reopened it in two hours versus the, the pillaging of cities like uh, Minneapolis and Portland. We're being played, kids. We're being played. Here is Merrick Garland, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. He's lying to you.
3: FBI domestic terrorism investigations this year has increased significantly according to an unclassified summary of the march intelligence assessment the two most lethal elements of the domestic violence extremist threat are racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists and militia violent extremists nonsense in the fbi's view the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists specifically those who advocated for the superiority of the white race.
0: Again, that is nonsense. That is nonsense. Uh, Angry white guys didn't uh, fly planes into uh, the Twin Towers. And they also haven't gone on uh, shooting sprees at, uh, at synagogues and whatnot. This is all nonsense. It's all made up. Did you know that white supremacist is being used on campuses when conservative speakers are invited to come speak? They're called white supremacists to shut them up. And now it's left academia and it has entered the halls of uh, the Justice Department and the Justice Department is being weaponized against you and me as a Trump supporter. What do they call Trump supporter? Well, racist, Nazi, white supremacist, oddly enough. White supremacists. Kind of interesting. Here is uh, Grant Stinchfield talking about Merrick Garland and the absurdity of
3: his charges. Not once in his speech today... Did Merrick Garland mention last summer's BLM riots or skyrocketing crime on our streets? The riots we still see week in and week out. How about Merrick Garland? You condemn this man on your screen. Justin Tyran Roberts arrested for shooting five people in a 20 hour shooting spree in Georgia over the weekend. You know why he did it according to investigators? They insist he was intentionally targeting white military looking men. That sounds racially motivated to me, it didn't mention that. No mention of this black on white crime because it doesn't fit their divisive narrative.
0: 100%, here is uh, Grant Stinchfield talking to Jim Jordan, Congressman Jim Jordan, about Merrick Garland's outrageous statement yesterday.
3: Man, when you're up there, are you just getting tired of being told you're a racist, I'm a racist, everybody watching is a racist?
5: Yeah. You know, you know, Rush had the great definition. He said, you know, for the left, a racist. I'm a
0: racist, juror, racist, he's a racist, he's a pe- racist. Wouldn't you like to be a racist, too? That's, a, that's an old TV commercial for Dr. Pepper, actually.
5: This is anyone who wins a debate with a liberal. So uh, they call you names all the time. But, but frankly, what else are they going to talk about? They can't talk about the crisis on the border, where the last three months we've set a record each month for illegal immigrants coming into this country. I mean, uh, all-time records each and every month, not once, not twice, but three months in a row. They're going to talk about the fact that
0: once, twice, three times
5: an illegal alien Record. Employers can't find employees. All right, I'll stop singing. They're going to talk about the fact they're getting ready to raise taxes. They're going to talk about the fact that we used to have peace in the Middle East, and then just a few weeks ago we had thousands of rockets fired on our friend and ally Israel. They're going to talk about what they're getting ready to do to our our Second Amendment liberties. Or how about the fact they're going to add a bunch of IRS agents at at the IRS to... 85,000 of them. ...come harass conservatives and leak tax returns like they did just a few weeks ago. So they have to talk about January 6th, and they have... Washington, D.C. needs to be drained. have to talk about things that divide us a lot.
0: Honestly, if you're not mad by now, you're not paying attention.
5: On racial grounds. it is yeah. It is so wrong. But that's who the Democrats are today. They're this radical left-wing party, and they have nothing else positive to talk about. So they have to go here.
0: Here is uh, Jim Jordan talking with Grant Stinchfield about January 6th and the over-prosecution of those who entered the Capitol, many of them uh, peacefully.
3: But you know, I was looking at Senator Ron Johnson. He looked at hours and hours and hours of tapes and he was like something like 40 percent of the people were just let in by Capitol Police. But they don't talk about any of that. And you have SWAT teams showing up in California at somebody's house trying to rouse them out of the house for walking around taking selfies inside that. Third World Banana Republic. Capital, it isn't right, Congressman.
5: Or how about the couple in Alaska who weren't even in the Capitol? I mean, look, you're right. We Republicans have been, conservatives have been consistent. We condemned the violence that took place on January 6th, and we condemned all of it that took place all last summer with all these uh, in all these metropolitan areas around our around our great country. The Democrats are the ones who have been hi- hypocrites on this. They did that. last summer was fine. That was a-
0: have, have white supremacists caused two billion dollars in damage and 28 deaths and thousands of police injuries. Why in the hell is Merrick Garland not considering? that the biggest threat in America. It is the biggest threat in America. It's obvious again, plain as the nose on your face.
5: Righteous cause, but then they focus on on January 6th, but the couple in Alaska who weren't even in the Capitol, the FBI kicks in their door, holds them at gunpoint, handcuffs them, interrogates them for four hours. They got the wrong couple. And then they take their phones, their laptop, and their pocket-sized copy of the Constitution. Talk about, I mean, (laughs) there's got to be irony in that. They also
0: busted down uh, Rudy Giuliani's door and took uh, all of his smart devices, his computer, and left Hunter Biden's laptop. That fact alone. Hard drive.
5: Yeah, Yeah. where's the consistency that we would like from everyone? We've been consistent. I wish the Democrats would do the same.
0: Uh, You know, there can be nothing worse than falsely imprisoning someone. There can be no greater affront to our individual liberty than government agencies falsely imprisoning people. That is the height of corruption. The height of corruption. By the way, President Joe Biden's administration announced their plans to create new ways for Americans to report radicalized friends and family to the government in an effort to fight domestic terrorism. In a conversation with the reporters, one senior administration official explained the importance of stopping politically fueled violence... Before it started. So talking is a crime. It's kind of like that movie, what was it? Uh, a Minority Report with Tom Cruise, yeah, where the, the pre, they called it pre-crime. That's what it sounds like they're doing with the government. Quote, we will uh, work to improve public awareness of federal resources to address concerning or threatening behavior before violence occurs. This involves creating contexts in which those who are family members or friends or co-workers know that there are pathways and avenues to raise concerns and seek help for those who have perceived to be radicalizing and potentially radicalizing toward violence. So basically, you can just make a claim and the government will investigate it. Biden began his presidency with a stark warning in his inauguration speech about the rise in political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism that we must confront and we will defeat. Biden described the threat from white supremacy as the most lethal threat to the homeland today. But um, actually, uh, a leading general in the military says, no, not so much. Uh, This is Joe Biden versus General Mark Milley with regard to the biggest threats the United States faces today. This is not a joke. You know
2: what the Joint Chiefs
6: told us? The greatest threat facing America are global warming. Global warming. I think yeah. China is the number one military threat as we go forward. But I also acknowledge that Russia is a considerable great power competitor. Huh?
0: Not climate change. Really weird. Really weird. You know why it's not climate change? Because that's absurd on the face of it. It's absurd on the face of it. And honestly, all of these things are so nakedly uh, political that it's just uh, it is it is terrifying. It's terrifying. It really is if you disagree with this government and you, you someone calls the government on you, you could be in hot water. I'd kind of like the same thing is happening on social media with regard to conservatives. Honestly, wow. it is a terrifying country in which we live where dissent is being crushed and uh, uh, it's, it's North Korean. <laughs> it's North Korean. So a rogue TV reporter released secret recordings of Fox corporate bosses warning her to cease and desist. Now, uh, she works um, for KRIV, a Fox affiliate, and uh, apparently she had been censored when talking about hydroxychloroquine. She also accuses them of bowing to uh, CDC advertising pressure to promote vaccines. Now, this uh, reporter actually told everyone that she was going to blow the whistle on, <laughs> on the news. This is pretty funny. So she goes live. She's doing a weather shot. Maybe maybe it's a, you know some sort of a foo-foo story. And they pitch it to uh, this reporter. And her, her name is uh, Hecker. Okay? Her, her last name is Hecker. And, uh, and she basically says, hey, man, tomorrow we are going to uh, blow the uh, whistle. Her name's Ivory Hecker, by the way. We're going to blow the whistle on Fox.
1: Outages across the region. Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker
2: is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter. And this is
0: where the uh, people in the control room are having uh, uh, sudden, very sharp pains in their chests.
2: Subjected to this, I am going to be <laughs> releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies Whoa. to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to help put that out tomorrow, so tune into them. But as for this heat wave.
0: And by the way, I won't have a job by then.
2: Across Texas, you can see what it's doing to AC units. This one broken down as we.
0: Okay, so there you go. Uh, I don't think we've seen a uh, meltdown by a reporter uh, like this since this. Some people are drenched, freezing to death on a stupid boat with a stupid hat,
3: while others are in a comfy news studio sucking up all the glory. Oh, well,
0: no big deal. Oh, look. It's the owner of the Maid of the Mist. Let's have a talk with him, shall we? Come on in here, Bill. No, 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 come on. Let's have a talk.
2: Come on, what
0: are you doing? Bill, you've been running the Maid of the Mist for 23 years now. Tell me, why do you think I didn't get the anchor job? Hey man, I don't want any problems. I don't want, is it my hair, Bill? Are my teeth not wide enough? Or like the Great Falls is the bedrock of my life eroding beneath me, eroding, eroding! Bruce Almighty. That's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite comedies of all time. Um, here is uh, a little bit of the report that uh, got Hecker in hot water.
2: Fox came at my throat for standing up against censorship.
5: Mm-hmm. Why do you think they did that?
2: From the inside, yes, there's a narrative. If you don't sense what that narrative is mm-hmm. and go with it there will be grave consequences for you. And this story with Dr. Veron proves that.
0: That's a, you know, that's a great question. And the answer is yes, we have used it. I mean, we know that it's- He's talking about hydroxychloroquine. The drug that has been politicized up to the wazoo, uh, we have used it, we used it with good success. That
2: was a story, by the way, that Susan and Lee sent me there to c- cover the COVID treatments at that hospital. I just wasn't supposed to ask that question. So-
3: you need to cease and desist posting about
4: hydroxychloroquine. In my opinion, you failed.
2: This is her news director.
4: As a reporter, to not know more if you were going to post about hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, that you didn't look it up. And look at the
5: latest posts, the latest
0: research. No, no, ma'am, you didn't do your research. Hydroxychloroquine has been working for a lot of people. I have two friends who were going to be put on ventilators, and they were given a uh, a hydroxychloroquine and a couple of other um, what they call prophylaxis, and they stayed off the ventilators. I'm not offering medical advice. I'm just saying.
2: Read the article i have study. there was I, a major study in the new england journal of medicine that study makes him more news i was aware of that study which is why i posted him study? because which he. Study? i referenced it okay. in my story about dr emmanuel i have never to this day advocated for that drug but fox said you've got to stop being biased.
3: When Hecker felt she was being targeted for simply trying to report the
6: news, this motivated her to secretly record her supervisors, vice president and news director Susan Schiller, and assistant news director Lee Meyer.
0: Who are- Wait a minute, her name is Schiller.
7: <laughs> That's fantastic.
0: And of course, here's the call she got yesterday saying that uh, she's basically been fired.
2: Hello. Hi, bring Hi. All right. Um, I wanted to call you and let you know that you are suspended effective immediately. This
0: is not Schiller. This is Meyer.
2: Pending further review. Okay. I would ask. I would ask you not to come to the station. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And we well, will be in touch. Wow, well, I've had a couple
0: calls like that from radio station management.
2: Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thank you.
0: Okay. Bye. Most recently because I was uh, making too much money. <laughs> that's, 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 how they, that's how they do it. They tell you, hey, you know, uh, your last day on the air was today. So you're not going to be able to say goodbye to anybody. Just uh, get your stuff. Come back after five when everybody's gone. And you will uh, essentially no longer exist. I think Stalin did the same thing. Anyway. So um, there was election fraud being uh, alleged around the country, particularly in Georgia. Where in a uh, convention center where they were counting votes, uh, they claimed that a water main burst and everyone was sent home, including the media, and the vote counting was stopped. That is unprecedented. They don't stop vote counting. But they did it in five battleground states. Weird, 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 weird. Kind of strange. Well, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is a rock star, uh, is saying that big things are going to be coming out of Georgia.
1: Well, the media wants to ignore it, yeah. but this is a real issue. Fulton County, There, I've I've talked to a lot of people and I'm mm-hmm. very interested in that case. Mm-hmm. And I tell you why. Real election fraud occurred. And I very much look forward to seeing the evidence come out. I've already talked to people. I've seen some of it. Mm-hmm. There, It is a big deal. You think and, it's
8: going to get bigger then?
1: Oh, I think this one's going to explode. Mm. And there's, you know, Atlanta is located in Fulton County. And if you're like me, I have lived in Georgia my entire life and you know Fulton County has a lot of problems and that is not just about our uh, November 2020 election for Mm -hmm. the president and our two Senate seats. That goes all the way into the city of Atlanta.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of like Philadelphia, which is uh, known for it, or Chicago, uh, known for it actually. It's a punchline, it's actually a punchline. Oh, speaking of Chicago, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is uh, uh, getting uh, shredded for her memo that she drew to, or she sent, I should say, to an aide. Uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot on Monday said the much circulated email in which she berated an aide was born out of frustration and that she's in a better place now with her team. In late January, Lightfoot sent her a then scheduler an email complaining she doesn't have enough of what she calls office time. That's typically a less structured part of the day when the mayor can think, write, or make long-term plans like how she can further destroy the city. Lightfoot repeated several sentences, one 16 times, to highlight her displeasure on her schedule. I need office time every day, she wrote, 16 times in a row in the email, which the Tribune obtained via an open records request. Not just once a week or some days, every day. She wrote that 10 times. Breaks or transition times between meetings are not office time. She wrote seven times in an email that cc'd the mayor's then chief of staff and body person. And a body person? A personal aide who takes care of a politician's immediate needs like providing a favorite snack or making sure that they know uh, who they're about to talk with. You know, that stuff that makes you feel so good about just being alive. Yeah. She says, if it doesn't change immediately, I will start unilaterally canceling things every day, she wrote five times. Have I made myself clear, she wrote, 13 times. Now, of course, uh, we all remember the chilling scene in The Shining when Shelley Duvall's character finds that her mentally deteriorating husband's character, played by Jack Nicholson, uh, had written uh, all uh, work and no play makes Jack a dull boy thousands of times instead of writing his manuscript. So, uh, yeah, she's a nut, okay? Yeah, she's a nut. She said, this has been a very tough year on a lot of people. We're coming up to the two-year anniversary. Current and former Lightfoot advisors, however, complain that she doesn't take advice and can be difficult to approach. At least a dozen top people have resigned or said that they're on their way out since late last year. Just a real pleasant person. Just like just like uh, Andrew Cuomo. Just a real pleasant person to be around. Yeah, pretty much. No, a bully. Sounds like uh, pretty much a bully. <laughs> So, uh, John Stewart appeared on the Stephen Colbert show, and Stephen Colbert, I mean, can he be this ignorant? Can he be this ignorant? Can people really be so ignorant as not to immediately think that in a city called Wuhan, where a virus started, in a laboratory that was devoted to making viruses more lethal, that uh, the virus might have actually come from a lab? Stephen Colbert cannot be that clueless. He is towing a party line. He cannot be that clueless, and and if you are on the fence about China and their their uh, programs and their hatred of the United States, uh, then honestly, again, you're not paying attention. Here is John Stewart talking with Stephen Colbert, who was gobsmacked that John Stewart could think maybe the virus came from the Wuhan lab. Well, what do
8: you what 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 do you mean? But do you mean like well, the, so perhaps a, this, there's a chance that this was created in a lab? There's an investigation. A chance well think I, so, I, 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 oh there's God. evidence i'd love to hear I there's don't know. a
3: n- novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking wuhan china what do we do oh you know who we could ask the wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab the disease is the same name as the lab <laughs> that's just that's just a little too weird don't you think and then they I, ask I, those scientists they're like how did this so wait a minute you work at the wuhan Respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. Here's a here's another uh, great, great, great comparison. What about Wait
3: a this? second. Listen to this. Wait a second. All right, John. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a s- steam shovel mated with a cocoa bean. Or it's the <laughs> chocolate factory.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, Stephen, you're, you're making yourself look like an idiot. Uh, you know, you're, or a fool, I should say. You, you, you know, you are. By not not even looking at the most obvious answer to the question of where the virus came from. Unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Rob Schmidt had uh, Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, on his show, and he talked about the Wuhan lab and uh, gain-of-function research that was going on there to make uh, viruses more lethal and, uh, you know, have them be made as weapons against, I don't know, countries like the United States and, and, oh yeah, we paid for it, it looks like.
8: You, along with a group of other Republican senators, sent a letter to Health and Human Services and the National Institutes of Health demanding documents from their handling of this pandemic following the Reese, of course uh, release of fauci's emails what is the very latest on their
6: request you know they haven't honored the request yet but our concern is that they're saying different things in private than they are saying in public so it looks like in private they were had very an exchange of very urgent email saying oh my goodness look it looks like they were doing gain of function research it looks like they were taking viruses that are deadly to humans and making them even more deadly or more transmissible in the Wuhan lab. And they were alarmed in private. But in public, they were saying nothing to see here because
0: they didn't want to show their complicity in
6: it. There's no chance that this came from the lab. So we want all of the information to this day. Dr. Fauci still says that the NIH didn't fund gain-of-function research, but there's a host of scientists in this field of research who look at the applications for the NIH money that went to the Wuhan lab. Yeah, we funded it. And they say without question what they were doing there was gain-of-function research, so we should get to the bottom. Uh,
0: uh, Yeah, yeah, here's a little bit more uh, from Rand Paul about researchers around the country who had suspicions being afraid to speak up because they thought that Anthony Fauci might cut them off monetarily.
6: Most of our research that we're talking about, this virus research is also funded by the government. So people are deathly afraid. Tell us about the line or you will lose your funding. The doctor Fauci could be vindictive or the NIH could be vindictive. Many of these people you know, will not talk in public wow. because they're afraid of having their funding cut <laughs> off because they depend on the government funding but there are some brave scientists who've been debating this for more than a decade who say that gain of function research where we create these super viruses in the vaccine, mm-hmm. super viruses in the lab is uh, not worth the risk. Now, Dr. Fauci is clearly on record saying that even if a pandemic were to occur, he said this in 2012 before wow. this pandemic, Listen, he said even if a pandemic would, were to occur, the research is worth it. I absolutely
0: and a pandemic occurred and suddenly the good doctor says, oh, it couldn't have come from a lab.
6: Disagree. And the interesting thing about the development of the vaccine that we have now is that the vaccine that we've developed, I think, can be developed without gain of function research because we can very quickly sequence the RNA from a virus or the DNA from a virus. We can sequence that within days. And the mRNA vaccine that they created can be created within weeks. Oh, we're going to get some hot nerd talk now. Listen to this. So I think we're actually in a good position where we can make the strong argument that we don't need to be creating really, really pathogenic, dangerous, plague-like viruses in the lab, and then hoping they don't get out.
0: Yeah, because you see, that's uh, that's that's evil. Uh, pretty much evil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's Rand Paul talking about how Fauci is not immune from criticism anymore.
6: I think things have changed quite a bit. You know, he had sort of Teflon before. Nobody could touch him. Nobody questioned him. But now, in the last couple weeks, as it's come out, that he was really trying to suppress the story of gain of function, that he's not been forthcoming on whether or not the Wuhan lab was doing gain of function. It's not been. Because he's doing a little dance called the CYA. The CYA.
0: Forthcoming about I told you I wasn't going to sing, but I couldn't
6: help it. The NIH funding of this. I think there is a tarnish beginning to attach to his name and to his reputation, but you know what? There are still some big issues. He continues to discount the idea of natural immunity. So 100 million people in our country have gotten the disease naturally. That natural immunity added up with the vaccination allows us to be at herd immunity now and the case is dwindling to- No, you know,
0: it's kind of like maybe, I don't know, people who make vaccines and stuff are making a lot of money off of it, I don't know, just something I've thought about and uh, actually there have been a lot of uh, a lot of uh, billionaires made since the coronavirus uh, outbreak and most of them Chinese I know kind of crazy maybe that'll be another thing they look into real soon Rob Schmidt um, talked about Joe Biden's appearance at the g7 and I mean honestly being led around looking completely clueless um it was like I visiting your grandfather who's suffering mental decline in the nursing home and going for a walk. It it was kind of like that. Here is uh, Rob Schmidt talking about the president of the United States apparently is being handled. And it has been
8: a busy few days for our ailing American president. His first big international trip to Europe has been President Biden's big debut on the world stage. And today he was more than two hours late for a NATO press conference with no explanation. One would assume there was added preparation time for Biden, as today he actually took questions from the media. We're gonna to get to that here in just a second. But first, over the weekend, Biden again indicated there was potential coordination maybe between the White House and the media. Take a look at this.
6: That's, that's how I'm gonna handle it. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna get in trouble with staff if I don't do this the right way. Jennifer Jacobs, Bloomberg.
0: He's gonna get in trouble with his staff unless he does it the right way.
8: So we've heard this multiple times, gonna get in trouble, gotta do this the right way. How creepy is it that there's an order that he must follow to the questions for the media? Are the questions scripted? Is the press team coordinated with the press? What is that? Kind of sounds like it. Whatever it is, the president, at the very least, is clearly being handled by other people. The leader of the most powerful country. Normally
0: he does the handling, particularly with interns and elevators.
8: Country ...in the world can't maneuver his way through simple press conferences on his own. He needs...
0: Here he is, uh, Rob Schmidt, talking about uh, Joe Biden confusing Libya and Syria three times. But what have we learned from this trip so far? Well, there's gonna... Beetlejuice, be Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. ...another
8: COVID-19 origin investigation, and of course, The feckless leaders of Europe and the United States are letting Dr. Tedros and the World Health Organization handle this one as well. Unreal. The only reason we need another investigation is because the WHO screwed up the first one so badly. So, of course, it makes sense they do the second one, too. (laughs) Welcome to liberalism. We also watched Europe embrace the return of American gullibility, Biden reaffirming his commitment to NATO, which lets many countries mooch off America's insane military spending. But most importantly, we learned our president, uh, just really isn't very capable in this arena. There are several examples. At a roundtable event, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson introduced everybody at the table, including the president of South Africa. Here's our president, seconds later. And the president,
1: and, 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 and the president of South
3: Africa of, 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 as, as I said earlier. And oh, you did. Right. I did not, I, did, I, I, I
0: certainly did. Yeah, I, I said this, the president of South Africa, so yeah, be quiet. <laughs> uh, so, I,
8: I mean, he looks like grandpa sitting there at the dinner table with no clue what's going on. Mm. That's the president of the United States. Yeah. Here's how Biden closed out his G7 press conference answering a question about removing Trump era sanctions on aluminum and steel
3: against European allies. When you're having these conversations with European allies who are very concerned about these sanctions, how do you justify that? And what are your plans? 120
0: days. Give me a break need
8: time. Imagine if Trump gave that answer. In this same press conference, he mixed up Syria and Libya three times. They're nowhere near each other. And legitimately may not know the difference between the two countries anymore. And that's
0: particularly- Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, by the way, Kimberly uh, Guilfoyle made an appearance on Grant Studentsfield show, talking about uh, Donald Trump's uh, big rallies he's having and whether or not they are actually 2024 campaign
3: rallies. We've gotta have election integrity. 2024 is huge. I'd love to see President Trump run again. He's got rallies coming up. What's the next one? June 26, Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. He's he's he taking the show back out on the road. He has Kimberly. tremendous
4: support and you've seen that in the polling and additional polling that's going to come out. The people absolutely love President Trump. It's across this country. We have events in almost every single state coming up and more people want to come and attend these events than we even have space for. The president is totally invigorated. He is fired up. He looks better than I've ever seen him look. He
0: does look good actually. He looks like he's lost some weight.
4: And I'll tell you something, we only so lucky to see if he would run again for the presidency in 2024.
3: Kimberly, you know, I know you're close to the family. I got I got to ask, are, are these campaign events? Are they are they campaign events for 2024?
4: These are America first events. And the president always fought for hardworking Americans. He did it before he was president. He did it spectacularly when he was president of the United States. And he's going to continue to serve this country in any capacity that he can. And I think he's somebody that's always open to the future and where the path is going to lead him and where the will of the people will direct him. And he's unafraid and unabashed and courageous. He'll do the- Right thing.
3: Well, Kimberly, you can't fault me for trying, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, pretty much a non answer. Uh, oh, this is pretty interesting. John Bachman had Marcia Blackburn, Senator, on to talk about uh, Wuhan, the Wuhan lab, and the fact that um, more and more people are realizing that the, the gain of function research that we paid for actually caused the release of the virus.
1: It's amazing what we're beginning to find out about the Wuhan lab and how this theory was just punted aside. And you had big tech, big media, all saying, oh, there is no there, there. You had people at the State Department. The
0: Literally censoring people.
1: Career bureaucrats. I
0: lost a YouTube page and a Facebook page because of
1: it. That were twi- trying to uh, push against investigating the lab. And then also... They were all pushing this wet market theory, and it, Bat soup. it's all falling apart on them now. It's amazing, John, the truth.
0: How many cover-ups can we cover in, in one show, honestly? How many cover-ups, how much corruption can we uncover in just one show? The Newsmax Daily with me, Rob Carson. By the way, if you haven't, please subscribe to Apple Podcasts. The Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Chris Salcedo talked to uh, Jennifer Van Laar. She is with uh, Red State Managing Editor there about the Wuhan lab and somebody who escaped China. And uh, they're blowing the whistle on them.
7: Since I first started reporting on it, we've learned more about what this defector has told the Defense Intelligence Agency and things that we know that the CIA is already trying to counter in pieces in the New York Times and in, um, on Nightline last night. So we're learning that he has been able to provide evidence from data from files that scientists have been able to use to create the the evidence that came out in the wall street journal that this is not a a natural virus
5: okay
6: and what about the uh, chinese military's role in the wuhan lab
7: that the the chinese military runs that lab entirely it's run by the pla this effector was able to tell our in- intelligence agencies who the people... Why would
0: the military be running a, a biological lab, do you suppose, maybe, because they were trying to weaponize a virus? Oh, yeah, and we paid for it.
7: Were ...that Dr. Yan was talking to on WeChat. Who sh- that's not public knowledge. So he was able to tell who those people were and what their organizational role was. And it verified with everything that we already knew about Wuhan.
0: I'm just kind of tired of being lied to, folks. I don't know about you, but I'm just kind of tired of being lied to, to be quite honest. Uh, You know, we live in the greatest country in the history of the world, and uh, we are being lied to. We are being played on multiple fronts, and it is shameful. It is absolutely shameful. One final story. Woke Massachusetts public schools are telling staff and students to inform on each other. For telling rude jokes referring to the China virus and microaggressions, this is the same thing that uh, pretty much Joe Biden wants to do uh, with your friends and neighbors and family members, just rat on them. Some uh, microaggressions or uh, incidents of bias include saying, the principal is crazy, mispronouncing names, and scheduling tests on cultural holidays. Now, parents defending education discovered this. Nicole Nelly is the president and founder of the group, said the program served to silence debate and discussion. Once made aware of these uh, programs exist, most rational students simply refrain from discussing potentially controversial topics altogether out of an abundance of caution. This is North Korean, kids. As a result, whole lines of discussion and arguments that might be found on a nightly news show quietly and conveniently disappear from college campuses. Unbelievable. Bias response teams send a clear message, not only that certain opinions are wrong, but that the correct copied method when confronted with such a situation is to go tell the grown-ups. Unbelievable. I actually have uh, ex-friends who are liberal who would contact my wife about Facebook posts. They'd literally go to my wife and say, hey, you know, he just said this about whatever. And that's the kind of that same mentality, you know. He's not thinking right, Ma. You know, you really gotta, you really ought to say something to him because I don't have the guts to do it. Uh, This opens the door to a lot of things, including false charges, and uh, the left will use this as a weapon. That's just the way they do things. Okay, some examples of offensive jokes. Such as, quote, Henry is a math department head. At the school's holiday party, he had fun telling jokes about Protestants, Catholic, Jews, and Muslims to other staff. It's not a joke. Another example is given as Adam is on the high school cafeteria, in the high school cafeteria, and jokingly turns to a friend and says, I can say the N-word because my friend Bernice gave me a pass. Okay? Okay. Other examples of microaggressions include uh, uh, saying, where are you actually from? See, when you, when you recognize an accent from another country, I think it's perfectly fine. to Say, where are you from, by the way? Is that a microaggression? Is it, is it a microaggression? Is it to state the obvious? Are you out of your nut? Oh, and then, of course, another microaggression is, oh, you got the China virus? Inappropriate remarks include, uh, your name is so hard to pronounce, and is that your real hair? Non-staff adult community members could be banned from school campuses if they are reported on. Potential discipline for students who violate the policy include detention, suspension, or other restorative responses that require them to acknowledge their responsibility and minimize its impact. This is brainwashing kids. Staff would be subject to the disciplinary procedures of their bargaining unit, which might... Typically include a process of formal warnings and reprimand, suspension, or more serious consequences. This is an affront to freedom of speech. It is shameful, and the people who incorporate this and make it school policy should be driven out of academia altogether. I fortunately have a, a fair amount of free speech. You know, there's some things I choose not to say, you know, profanity and whatnot. Um, There there are no FCC guidelines with regard to podcasts that are not over the air. But I just choose not to. I self-censor, okay? But I'm not afraid to confront people like this about real censorship of free speech. And it's got to (laughs) stop. I mean, it's it's just got to stop. Right now, there's a lot of uh, fighting back against it in places like Loudoun and Fairfax counties in Virginia. And it's happening all over the country. Parents speaking up against critical race theory and this nonsense with uh, girls uh, having to compete with biological boys and losing scholarships and championships and whatnot. All right, that's going to do it for the show today, guys. I greatly, greatly appreciate you uh, listening to the show. Uh, If you would, please uh, just go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts on your phone. Also, download the Newsmax app on your phone as well. Uh, You can see uh, a win, all of our shows on Newsmax Air, and we've got a heck of a lineup, and it is growing dramatically. Dramatically, Just go to NewsmaxTV.com also if you uh, need to know uh, where to see shows and when to see shows. In the meantime, guys, thank you for watching and listening today. I greatly appreciate it. God bless our police. God bless our military. Remember Ashley Babbitt, and above all, do not...
3: And I repeat, do not catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com
4: for details.